So it's time for another Nine Hertz podcast. Um, joined by Pete, and we're going to go through nine of the best tracks that we found over the last two weeks. Um, we started off there with um, a really good band called Mazunsi. Um, found this just by you know um, wandering through Bandcamp as you do, and uh, yeah, it just hit me as like just really uh, engaging kind of little snippet of um, instrumental stuff to kick us off. So that was obviously chosen by me, like just to like open this up. It's got like a really um, interesting sort of sound to it. What did you make of that one, Pete? It's cool. It's got a good vibe to it. They've got. Um, I was looking on their, their band camp. It says, uh, kind of, let me see, it's a spirit manifested by three buddies loving groove, heaviness, and pieces. And, it, you know, as a manifesto, you can't really disagree with that. Yeah, it sums them up, really, doesn't it? Really good. Mm. Um, so, yeah. yeah, just, um, yeah, just found this. I think they're from Nantes, which is, um, I've no idea where that is. That's good, France. Isn't it? It's in France. <laughs> and it, it's Nantes. 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 Okay, Nantes, yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, uh, I think our geography's amazing on this show. Absolutely <laughs> amazing. Um, yeah, really good, really good stuff. Um, you can get that for four euros. So I don't know why you wouldn't. It's really cool. The, the whole album's really interesting. So um, it's off a self-titled one, so you can get that at uh, mizunsi.bandcamp.com. Uh, um, you'll be able to see that in the link to how to spell that. Um, yeah, just just thought that was a really nice one to kick us off. Um, groove is the word, I think, with that one. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about some interesting uh, songs tonight. I think some really interesting ones um, coming up. Um, there's some really heavy stuff. Uh, there's some really brief stuff, and there's a bit of a, a psych kind of um, freak out for the end. So that's really cool. Um, the next one we're going to play is um, by a band called Ecstatic Vision, and you picked this one. It's heavy psych sounds records again, isn't it, Pete? So we pick these quite a lot, um, but with good reason. Yes, they've got. Obviously, great ear. They've got, you know, um, they pick kind of bands who are either up and coming or already established and, you know, um, well into the career. Um, and they put some, some really great music. There's, there's nothing, you know, almost everything they put out, I, I kind of absolutely love. They're an Italian label. That, you know, the Exciting Vision are a good kind of case in point, really. They're, their last album was on Relapse, which is quite surprising when you hear the music. Um, but you know, relapse aren't afraid every now and again to to branch out. Um, yeah. But heavy psych sounds feels more like a home for them. Uh, to be honest, to be, as far as I know, you know, I don't actually know whether this is a split with relapse or not. But anyway, um, they're they're really good. You know, they've got that you know that bass donor psych. You know, kind of old Hawkwind sound to them. Um, but there's something quite, I, I found them quite uh, more, I don't know quite the word, like a, a denser psych sound or, you know, like trippier than I thought they would be. Um, they mix a, you know, kind of a garage bit with psych, which is absolutely nothing new at all, but the psych rolls through it really, you know, really kind of trippy stuff. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it reminds me of a lot of stuff um, that you'd see um, sort of later on at night at the Liverpool Psych Fest or, or one of those other Psych <laughs> Fests, just really sort of um, trippy stuff. But I really like the use of electronics in this one, um, especially at the start. There's like um, that kind of beeping kind of sound yeah. to it, and it kind of sets you up for like, yeah, I'm not sure what to expect with this one. And then it just yeah. goes off in so many different tangents. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, I, I, the one thing as well is I, I don't know, I, I presume this is a this is intentional but the cover looks just like a split by the the album split by ground dogs 
um, which is this phenomenal album from the 70s, which um, my mum got me into the band because uh, she used to follow them around, around England and um, had a bit of a renaissance in, in the Stone Sound. I actually saw them play Roadburn in 2010 or maybe, I don't know. Um, but the album, you know, the, the, the kind of the fade on the album looks exactly like that. So, and, and I get that, that kind of, that image and that era uh, feeds into this. It's really, really quite special, I think. Yeah, definitely, and um, it looks like they've pressed this in a, a number of different sort of um, formats. So there's um, limited um, sort of test presses available, but there's also um, different coloured vinyl. So I think they're going for the retro thing here, um, particularly. So I'm not sure if that's just a heavy psych sounds um, kind of hallmark. Um, yeah, it is. It, it is yeah. to be fair. Yeah, but then those bands are the hallmark as well, anyway. So. You know, swings around us. Yeah, oh, all good. Uh, you know, label, band, this song, everything, brilliant. I guess it just makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, we're gonna play um, a track of it called "Yuppie Sacrifice." Um, enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. 
So uh, that was Ecstatic Vision. Excellent stuff there. Um, we're we're going to keep it a little bit weird, I think, with the next one. So um, we're both big fans of this band, Wallowing. Um, haven't managed to actually see them yet, but um, they're doing the rounds at the moment and they're absolutely brilliant. Um, we were just saying that off air that they, they dress uh, as beekeepers live, which is a strange thing to see. It looks like they're sort of carrying out some sort of weird science experiment while they're playing. So um, definitely an, an interesting aesthetic there. Um, the music is dead hard to describe, isn't it, Pete? I mean, you, you've done your best in your review, haven't you? But honestly, it's um, it's really out there, isn't it? It is. I think, you know, there's a core doom element um, and that, you know, that kind of bleak doom, you know, kind of slow, dredged, you know, like guttural, horrible noise that they do. And uh, But from there, actually... Wallowing, what you know, at the best, and I think this is this track is the best portrayal of that. Is they add in things just so, really, really subtly, which change it and um, bring you towards it and grab you. You know, I found kind of almost emotionally attached to this song, which is weird for such a um, you know cold, horrible, what should be a cold, horrible sound, and. And it, you know, and that's what makes them so intriguing, and, and gives them that kind of you know that edge and that that bit where you really want to you know more about this band and follow them up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this this track is a really good example of their sound as well. I think it's got all the sort of elements that make them such an interesting proposition. Like the the sound to me is almost like being like dragged into quicksand or something, but it it changes like you say so subtly that it kind of um mutates in a way I, I guess it's like watching something develop yeah um, like through the smoke or something so i I, th- I don't think words can kind of do this justice it's, it's there's a feeling to this music and mm. i think they've they've probably got that in mind before they've even started to play or write these songs so they're probably like well let's do something that surprises people and draws people in without ob- being really obvious yeah. Um, there's a lot, of, you know. There's a lot of stuff. This churning kind of death metal influenced stuff, and and the sludgy stuff um, that's doing the rounds, and some of it's really interesting. But this one in particular, I think, has um, impressed a lot of people. I've I've actually ordered the um, LP tonight on the strength of um, just just listened to a half of it the other day, uh, and the rest of it today. So, yeah, you can get this um, via the Sludge Lord. He's again just like putting out amazing stuff. Um, I have seen he's um, he's wrapping up uh, Torpor um, records to send out uh, this week, so that's been selling incredibly well. I don't I don't see why this one couldn't as well, to be honest. So um, mm. yeah, keep on at it, Mr. Sludge. Think, you're doing a really good job. Yeah, I think uh, you know Wallowing. If the, the you know follow this up with you know in, follow this up live, follow this up with further records they're going to be one of those bands, you know, another band like Topper and, and the real, you know, where you just in that group of really kind of hallowed bands of within the doom scene, which is so vibrant and so eclectic um, and they'll push that further. So that's how good this is. They're instantly within that, you know, from, I think read in, in the bio that they've got members of other bands, but irrespective of that, they you know, they're, they do breath fresh air, um, you know, and the artwork as well. That's another thing we should say. 
yeah, amazing. It's like you know, like brilliant, brilliant kind of sci-fi stuff. I love that. Yeah, so that like, record you've got is going to look amazing. Yeah, I, I feel like it's um, it's either like uh, you know a retro cover of a sci-fi book or something, yes. or it's like a really intriguing role-playing game or something. So yeah, I think they've gone for that sci-fi look, um, which work, somehow works with the music as well. So mm. yeah, brilliant stuff. Um, we're going to play um, possibly well. A, well, a highlight for us off off the record. This is um, the second track off the album. It's called Earthless. <laughs>
so that was wallowing. Uh, amazing stuff there. So we're going to talk about something that's a bit faster now. Uh, a band called Drop Dead. Um, a lot of people will know these. Uh, they've been around for years and years. Um, this is an interesting one. So they've done something called Demo 2019. And to be fair, these songs uh, weren't actually meant to be released at all. It looks like they're just unreleased things that they had hanging around. But what they've actually gone through, and this is another thing that like bands go through all the time and, and it needs to stop, um, is that they've had the van stolen. Like, Thankfully, I don't think there was actually... Um, equipment in the van at the time which is the worst thing to happen to bands and you know you see so many um touring bands come to the uk in particular um and just have like a really nice tour and then like the last night it's usually the last night they get everything stolen uh and then have to do a kickstarter so drop dead have kind of taken upon themselves that they've lost a van um to sort of release these songs and anything that they make goes back to that so if you like what you hear, you should go and uh, check out uh, the Drop Dead Bandcamp and, and sort of um, stick them some money because it sucks when this happens. Um, it's never good. Um, but yeah, I, I just um, thought, oh wow, a new Drop Dead release. Um, so I was, I was just really happy to see they've released something because it's been a while, I think. Um, Pete, I think you're unfamiliar with this, but did you like it? It was kind of just, it's just kind of old style, grindy punk stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love punk like this. I love, I love kind of, I love the vocals. I love the fact that um, they've got like you get that sense that they've got so much to say, and that that forces the pace of the vocals, which is forced further by the the music, and and it's this mass fucking race to to you know like for to get what they need to say out there, and and that that's enforced by the you know the guitars and the bass and the drums. Um, and you know it's it's so forceful it's all kind of you cannot help but uh, be carried along with it i think and yeah i i I genuinely love punk like this yeah i mean um i forgot how punk inspired um despise you were the other week Um, yes so we went to see them and i I, because they've done stuff with agoraphobic nosebleed and they're known as one of those kind of grindy aggressive bands how punk was it? I mean, it was like mm-hmm. it was like going to a punk show. It didn't feel like a metal show, and it was put on by Holly yeah, Spider and Sheffield, yeah. you know. Mm. Um, and their their support band was some members of um, Despise You playing in a band called Trappist, and yeah. they were even more punk. So um, that was a really interesting show. I thought really um, sort of showed the diversity between certain bands. Uh, yeah. That so it was a great gig. Yeah. yeah, it was a great gig. It was, and both, you know, I, I, I do love Despise You, and um, yeah, I mean, I think punk is, is still, a, you know, this vital scene. It, it was never going to be killed off by, by Green Day. It was never going, you know, <laughs> it, it will survive, um, you know, the apocalypse, and because it is, it appeals to, you know, to core values and to, if, if you know, and not just core values and political values but to you know music musical kind of um urgency and you know like adrenaline it will always be there and it like if you're into you know metalhead like myself and like you then you've got to be able to tap into that as well when it's it's when it's as vital as this and as vital as that we saw early in the week yeah i think the, the, the word punk has almost been bashed around so much that it doesn't really mean much now so you know, when people say punk, it's like, well, does it act, what does it actually sound like? What kind of bands do they sound like? Or what mm. kind of stuff is it? So I think, you know, it's it's never going to go away. P- 
people always want to pick up songs and scream about the government, won't they? So, yeah, I'm I'm all for it. And uh, bands like Drop Dead, um, Drop Dead are an interesting one. So they, I, I gather you weren't familiar with them before, but no. they're always a name you see on flyers. So you see bands like listed, and then there's like maybe a few in, a few influences like in brackets after. Yeah, yeah. And I always saw Drop Dead as as an influence. So I was like, right, I need to listen to them. Sometimes they're they're the best bands that you find when you actually yeah. like. Yeah, dig down and drop dead, discharge, crass, bracket, bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. yeah. I mean, I, um, I used to love um, going to noise gigs in Sheffield because you'd say um, like a flyer, and it'd say um, sounds like early, and then it'd just be a word you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, like, this is amazing. But I'm gonna what do they sound like, you know. Yeah. Oh wow! Sounds, yeah, this sounds horrendous. It, I love it. it and it, it sounds exactly like modern or late. As well, yes. There's no difference, <laughs> but but to them that distinction matters, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the subtle changes in in noise that you can't hear. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah brilliant. Okay, so we're gonna play um a little quick song off this um Drop Dead record. This is um, called Torches, but you can find um the the link to this at uh, dropdeadhc.bandcamp.com. Simple as that. that was uh, drop dead so um we're going to talk about something a bit a bit sort of weirder now um cold spring records um who we play quite a lot of stuff by actually we're like now and again we'll just sort of dip into their catalog they release so much stuff like we were saying it's actually quite hard to keep a sort of an eye on what they're doing so um this song next um is uh, by bank called the telescopes um who many people will be familiar with anyway and uh, this is off their latest release but they actually put this song on a um, compilation for Cold Spring. Uh, Cold Spring have recently reached 250 releases, which is amazing for a, for a small label like um, that's putting out very strange, um, you know, esoteric kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, it appears on a, um, a compilation uh, with the likes of Penny Rimbo from 
crass um zeni giva a uh, bit of coil on there um yeah and the telescopes are just sort of nestled with all these grates in there so um i gather you you found this through we've uh, we've come to this through different means so i found this compilation and you found the um, the latest release pete yeah there are um, uh, telescopes albums just come out through cold spring uh just check this out. yeah uh, yeah it's uh, early september so i really kind of engaged with it early on and early on in listening cold spring just a quick word on cold spring they kind of they were based in uh, my hometown of glossop in derbyshire they've moved now i think to new mills but phenomenal the work they do kind of it's not just a you know label 250 plus releases um a distro of hundreds of things and it's all like ambient dark uh you know that weird noise and things like that and um nobody i know of no other label there maybe you know maybe a few more into that music there's other stuff out there but not not to my knowledge and you know all all kind of all the props to them because they've done amazing work and continue to put out stuff like this so you know and i'll always listen to the stuff they put out and not much really appeals directly to me but it's always worth that kind of that venture and, and and this is why telescopes are why because this release you know it's got I, I actually uh, struggled picking which song to, uh, to choose for this podcast because there's several on it I, I really um, felt a connection with. This one's a lead on it, and it's the densest, I think, um, which is why I felt, you know, why I committed it in the end. But the first track on it, which is called uh, Become the Sun, was like close second, and there's other than there as well. It's, it reminds me a lot of, from a very naive, you know, not well into drone and noise and that type of thing. Um, so therefore, this is going to be an obvious example. But it reminds me of Earth. You know, it reminds me of like Earth in the really early days. Earth two, that type of stuff. Um, it reminds me of like almost like uh, Trent Reznor as well, like Nine Inch Nails, most kind of esoteric, almost stripped back stuff. Which is uh, so like Trent Reznor and Dylan Carlson working together uh, and just creating this atmosphere which you know a, a drone a buzzing drone which feeds throughout the whole thing as a single line and you just hear these things beneath and that's why i always felt about earth is you could always there's a you know you, there's a noise which encapsulates you and and you can feel you can almost meditate to and then underneath you just sort of subtly absorbing these sounds and that's how i felt about this yeah i think the best the best drone um doesn't just give you that singular noise it, it sort of creates like something in the room like something yeah. underneath um definitely earth, earth two vibes here but like um also i don't know if you've heard boris's um is it absolute ego or absolute go yeah um that's got the same kind of thing going on so there's lots and lots of guitar feedback but there's like subtle mm. um noises additional yeah. to that and yeah i get i get what you mean this yeah this sort of ticks all those boxes as well so it's, I mean, not to sort of disrespect Cold Spring, but this is a very Cold Spring song and a very Cold Spring release because they, they've got mm. a certain, um, they've got a good ear for stuff, but obviously, you know, they put out noise, doom, folk, whatever. But this this is like, if, you, if you've never heard a Cold Spring release, this is a great introduction to them. Um, if you enjoy this, then you've got like, well, you've got more than 250 re <laughs> releases to go out now, haven't you? So um really interesting stuff um 
think we're going to play this. So the, the song's called uh, The Desert in Your Heart, um, and you can find this at coldspring.bandcamp.com, and I certainly uh, recommend either buying this album or looking into that compilation.
we're going full black metal for this next one. Um, this is um, a band called Arnal Pavle, I think they're called, um, from Finland. So I, I just thought this was really interesting, like really ch- sort of choppy, uh, punk-inspired um, black metal. Really interesting vocals. Really enjoyed this one. So I, I don't know what you made of this one, Pete. It's just a bit of a blast of um, northern grimness, really, isn't it? It is. It's good. You know, it's with that punk element it's got obvious dark film uh, comparisons sure yeah but that's not a bad thing so yeah good I enjoyed it yeah um, I always sort of um, think there's not enough kind of black and roll stuff uh, happening anymore um, but then bands like this crop up now and again um, and are really interesting so um, this has actually come out on uh, we're going to talk about a band called Serpent Column uh, soon uh, but this has actually come out on the same label um, I think the same week or very, very close. So, um, yeah, we'll sort of expand on that. So, um, Mr. Chaos, I think, is the label. So, yeah, I think people ought to just um, sort of think of this one. Uh, this one's called Crematory Gates, and you can find this at pavle.bandcamp.com. Uh, we'll have the link in the description as well. Uh, finished uh, sort of black metal 
uh, we're going to go into full-on grindcore here. So um, Cloudrat are one of the most interesting bands that we've come across in the last few years. And um, I, I always go back to like a, a gig that I saw like a weeknight in London uh, where they just destroyed um, and the drummer looked like he was actually going to die when he came on stage. He was that exhausted, which I listen to music you can absolutely understand. But um, this band seemed to be just piling out release after release of really good stuff. Like there's there's no sort of um, let up with their sort of production rate. So this is their latest album, and we're going to play a, a song called Web Spinner, I think, aren't we, Pete? So um, yeah, you know, these need no introduction to people in the know, but. How would you describe this band? They, I mean, they get pitched, you know, it's hard. They, they get pitched in all this grind, but I don't see them as that. I don't see that. I, I, you know, and obviously they're in hardcore realms. Um, I think they've got that. I think if you link them through the bands and the labels they've got, so, you know, you link them through, say, Moloch in England. Sound nothing like Moloch. Moloch had that link with Thou, um, you know, who sound nothing like, uh, but it's that independence of, you know, that independence in terms of work ethic, uh, labels, in terms of their ethics, um, in terms of integrity, and in terms of sort of working without boundaries and working, you know, and just creating this, creating a music which is true and honest to them and which. I, we, as a result, is is phenomenal. I, I mean, I cannot. I, I love Cloud Rat. I think yeah. their first album. The first time I came across them, you reviewed them. I think it was. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the album. Begins with Q. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, or isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that was it. And and since then, I you know worked through the backlog and and even since then, that's only it's not it's only three four years ago. Um, they put out so many releases. It's the second time they've been in this podcast this year because they put out a release on Feast of Tentacles, the uh, UK label, uh, with a with another band, and that was one of the best songs. You know that that song we played is in my top ten songs of the year. But then so is this. I mean, I, I was waiting this album. They, you know, they leaking songs out as they go. But so happy they've got this music out, and so happy that like a band that this is this creative and energetic and um pushing it in different ways is out there and this isn't my this isn't my staple music these aren't this isn't like you know doom with thick you know 10 inch thick riffs it's it's hardcore it's it's, it is grand it's hardcore it's all that but it but then at the same time it's not and i don't quite get why this gets why it sort of really appeals to me i don't and i don't understand the last song was called nago n-a-g-o and similarly both that this and that kind of really appealed to me something about it so uh primal and pure and um and real you feel it the the i always used to say about kailisa about i, I realize i'm going on now but I, like kailisa when you know when i listen to them at their best they and and live you felt like they put everything into every song you felt like everything meant it they were singing because they fucking believed it and that's it and that's what the best music does i think you really fucking you know it's not just it's not just a song it's not just a, a vocal style it's like their their heart and soul is in that every single time they deliver it and cloud rap every single song i feel like yeah i mean um this this one really hit me with the, the lyrics to be honest I, I tried to sort of 
I think the, the delivery this time is even more raw. I don't know how they've actually managed to get more raw, but they have. Um, but yeah, the first few songs are just really quite disturbing and not in a kind of like twisted kind of um, cheesy commercial way like you know you know the phone like new metal anger or, or you know mm. like the mysterious kind of goth stuff that was going on it, it's it's like this is this feels very real and it feels very um poetic and and like very emotional in a very real and raw way so um this yeah this band are just fantastic and this is just more proof really isn't it mm. yeah frankly so um yeah um, you can get this at cloudrack.bandcamp.com. Um, obviously, you should go and get it straight away. Um, and yeah, uh, this song's called Web Spinner. <laughs> So uh, we're going to talk about a, a band that kind of blown me away this week. Um, Craig from Archelon and uh, Holy Spider um, put this on uh, Facebook, I think, uh, last week. And yeah, it's immediately my cup of tea. Um, so this is a band called Serpent Column, and I think they're doing the rounds. Um, everyone seems to be latching onto this um, this week um, for good reason, because it's bloody amazing. I think I put the first track on, uh, on, on the walk to work, and I was like, yep, this is absolutely phenomenal um we're playing a shorter track because it's 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 such a winding album goes all over the place um but yeah i know you're a big fan of this one as well aren't you pete yes yeah and and i i got all of it through the same link as you um (laughs) and i I, you know i the first track this this song's really good they are really you know 
forceful and they've got that kind of a bit of you know they don't sit with any within any single genre you can't kind of place them like that which is always a good sign um but that kind of first track drew me in and really uh warped me you know i was i was, I was kind of fried at the end of it i think it's the best way but you know like just like what the fuck um and music when you when you know when you hear a band when you click on the link which a friend has posted on facebook and uh, you know you listen you, you know you must do that all the time we all do that several times a week and to then kind of just instantly be like fuck this is you know this is something um and then see everyone kind of replying going, yeah we've all wow what the fuck says you know yourself and myself included um it's no it's no wonder that 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 buzz is going to instantly grow and for all you know for all the faults of kind of um social media and everything this is where something can you know this is where you can see something spread like this where it deserves to it's you know it's a good thing yeah i mean um it, it just twists and turns so much it's kind of hard to sort of keep track of it at times it's it, it sounds so menacing and it sounds so evil it's got that kind of uncanny aspect to it that a lot of bands are doing at the moment, but they do it with such style. It's so good. Yeah. 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 Uh, we're going to play the title track. So this is uh, Mirror in Darkness by Serpent Column. Um, you can get this at serpentcolumn.bandcamp.com, but they've got uh, vinyl copies um, at several different um, uh, labels, so you can find it through there. Um, see what you think. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs>
close uh, this week's Nine Hits podcast with um, one of um, one of our old uh, contributors, I think. So uh, Ramo, um, also known as Omar, um, from um, the Cosmic Dead. Um, we've played. I think we've. We'd, I don't know if we've played a, a track of theirs on the podcast before, but we've definitely uh, reviewed them before. Um, really interesting psych stuff, isn't it? It is. I, I, I don't. I, I don't think we played Cosmic Dead. I think we played uh, Omar's other band, uh, Dead Data. I think it is. Um, yeah, who great, even though I'm with the name. But you know, long term love of this band, who are quite prolific actually. They, they put a huge amount of records out. Um, and you know, contributed to the psych scene in in the UK uh, significantly. You know, through, through you know whether it's you know the the number of festivals that are around Manchester and Bristol and uh, Liverpool. You know, there's these psych scenes that are going around, uh, going around. You know, that are out there and available. And it's through you know you cannot kind of set up a scene without pillars, and one of those pillars is, is cosmic debt. So it's, it's you know, to hear a new album, a proper full new album, not a split, not a kind of, um, you know, EP or anything, is is, a, is an event. So to then, you know, know this coming out, it's four tracks over a double vinyl. And, you know, each track is a this, you know, um, a story, uh, this kind of monolith of music you've got to kind of strap in and listen to and, and maybe absorb in, it, in its own right. You know, we got this through a few views, so I've had, and it's out uh, from the 20th of November, uh, 20th of September, sorry. So it's it, it, it's worthy of that time, it's worthy of that investment um, because it's it's so dense and it's so fun. I, I don't know if you got that from me. Oh, well, absolutely. I mean, this track, um, it's almost like tongue in cheek, some of it. Um, <laughs> it's got a sense of humour underneath the whole thing. But. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, this band are kind of close to my heart because um, I think the last um, ever Flatlands gig, uh, apart from the one we did recently, the the, Re- the Reformation one, um, it was one of their first gigs. Um, so we played with them right. uh, years ago. So this is like 2010. Um, so to see them still going and, and still producing amazing stuff is, is really heartening. Um, I, I listened to the whole thing today, actually, this, this whole album. Um, the um, the first track is a complete you know like what you expect from them like a bit of a wig out very sort of psychedelic very sort of um, all over the place with guitars and everything so really interest like rep- uh, repetition is part of their sort of oeuvre um, but then it sort of transcends that and goes into like this full on I hate to use the acid mother's temple reference but you know it applies here um, but then this this track that we're gonna play. Um, it's almost like I, I can't describe it. It's it's kind of like um like a knowing a knowing nod, like tongue in cheek thing, isn't it? It's it's mm. sort of very um, you know. And the album's called like Scotty Space, but it, as is the song we're, we're playing, and yeah, it's it it definitely kind of you know it's proud of its roots, and they are you know it's it's, it's very Scottish. Um, uh, so the lyrics, which you know, that, yeah, and that kind of, you know, that kind of real kind of brazen accent, which uh, it is almost, you know, like cuts against uh, um, the psycho- psychedelic relaxation. But that's the point, you know. That's that's what they're doing. They're, that's where they're, you know, that's why it's a kind of fun contrast between 
you know, this um, uh, not angry Scott, and that it's not that cliche, but you know, this, that Scottish accent and the and, and the trippy elements, um, and that's what they play with. That's what you know the whole album's about, and that they're proud of it, and it's brilliant for it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm all for more aggression in uh, in psych music. It's it's a bit too soft sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> too much, yeah. Yeah, I think that's our next campaign. Yeah, more yeah. aggression in psych. Yeah, <laughs> I can I can see that on stickers and, and band t-shirts already. So yeah, yeah cool. Um, we're gonna sort of um, let this one run out of the podcast basically. So it's um, eleven minutes of pure sort of psych. So um, really unique. Um, see what you think. So this is uh, Cosmic Dead uh, with Scottish Space Race. <laughs> 